Welcome to the Folktale Project. This is Dan Scholes. Today we have The Bird with Nine Heads, a story of love and heroism, and for at least a little bit, a bird with nine heads. Long, long ago, there once lived a king and a queen who had a daughter. One day, when the daughter went walking in the garden, a tremendous storm suddenly came up and carried her away with it. Now the storm had come from the bird with nine heads who had robbed the princess and brought her to his cave. The king did not know whither his daughter had disappeared, so he had proclaimed throughout the land, Whosoever brings back the princess may have her for his bride. Now a youth had seen the bird as he was carrying the princess to its cave. This cave, though, was in the middle of a sheer wall of rock. One could not climb up it to it from below, nor could one climb down to it from above. And as the youth was walking around the rock, another youth came along and asked him what he was doing there. So the first youth told him that the bird with nine heads had carried off the king's daughter and had brought her up to his cave. The other chap knew what he had to do. He called together his friends, and they lowered the youth into the cave and a basket. And, when he went into the cave, he saw the king's daughter sitting there and washing the wound of the bird with nine heads, for the hound of heaven had bitten off his tenth head, and his wound was still bleeding. The princess, however, motioned to the youth to hide, and he did so. When the king's daughter had washed his wound and bandaged it, the bird with nine heads felt so comfortable that one after another all his nine heads fell asleep. Then the youth stepped forth from his hiding place and cut off his nine heads with a sword. But the king's daughter said, It would be best if you were hauled up first and I came after. No, said the youth. I will wait below here until you are in safety. At first the king's daughter was not willing, yet at last she allowed herself to be persuaded and climbed into the basket. But before she did so, she took a long pin from her hair, broke it into two halves, and gave him one and kept the other. She also divided her silken handkerchief with him, and told him to take good care of both her gifts. When the other man had drawn up the king's daughter, He took her along with him and left the youth in the cave, in spite of all his calling and pleading. The youth now took a walk about the cave. There he saw a number of maidens, all of whom had been carried off by the bird with nine heads and who had perished there of hunger. And on the wall hung a fish, nailed against it with four nails. When he touched the fish, the latter turned into a handsome youth who thanked him for delivering him, and they agreed to regard each other as brothers. Soon, The first youth grew hungry. He stepped out in front of the cave to search for food, but only stones were lying there. Then, suddenly, he saw a great dragon who was licking a stone. The youth imitated him, and before long his hunger had disappeared. He next asked the dragon how he could get away from the cave, and the dragon nodded his head in the direction of his tail, as much as to say he should seat himself upon it. So he climbed up, and in the twinkling of an eye he was down on the ground and the dragon had disappeared. He then went on until he found a tortoise shell full of beautiful pearls. But they were magic pearls, for if you flung them into the fire, the fire ceased to burn, and if you flung them into the water, the water divided and you could walk through the midst of it. The youth took the pearls out of the tortoise shell and put them in his pocket. Not long after, he reached the seashore. Here he flung a pearl into the sea, and at once the waters divided, and he could see the sea dragon. 
the sea dragon cried. Who is disturbing me here in my own kingdom? The youth answered. I found pearls in a tortoise shell and have flung one into the sea, and now the waters are divided for me. If that is the case, said the dragon, then come into the sea with me and we will live there together. The youth recognized him for the same dragon whom he had seen in the cave. And with him was the youth whom he had formed a bond of brotherhood, for he was the dragon's son. Since you have saved my son and become his brother, I am your father, said the old dragon, and he entertained him hospitably with food and wine. One day his friend said to him, My father is sure to want to reward you, but accept no money nor any jewels from him, but only the little gourd flask over yonder. With it you can conjure up whatever you wish. And sure enough the old dragon asked him what he wanted by way of a reward. And the youth answered, I want no money nor any jewels. All I want is the little gourd flask over yonder. At first, the dragon did not wish to give it up, but at last he did let him have it after all. And then the youth left the dragon's castle. When he set his foot on dry land again, he felt hungry. At once a table stood before him covered with a fine and plenteous meal. He ate and he drank, and after a while, he felt weary, and there stood an ass waiting for him on which he mounted. After he had ridden for a while, the ass's gait seemed too uneven, and along came a wagon into which he climbed. But the wagon shook him up too greatly, and he thought, If only I had a litter, that would suit me better. No more had he thought so than the litter came along and he seated himself in it. And the bearers carried him to the city in which dwelt the king, the queen, and their daughter. When the other youth had brought back the king's daughter, it was decided to hold the wedding. But the king's daughter was not willing, and said, He is not the right man. My deliverer will come and bring with him half of the long pin for my hair and half my silken kerchief as a token. But when the youth did not appear for so long a time, and the other one pressed the king, the king grew impatient and said, The wedding shall take place tomorrow. Then the king's daughter went sadly through the streets of the city and searched and searched in the hope of finding her deliverer. And this was on the very day that the litter arrived. The king's daughter saw a half of her silken handkerchief in the youth's hand and filled with joy, and she led him to her father. There he had to show his half of the long pin, which fitted the other exactly. And then the king was convinced that he was the right true deliverer. The false bridegroom was now punished. The wedding celebrated, and they lived in peace and happiness till the end of their days. And that is the story of the bird with nine heads, which only very briefly describes an interaction with the bird of nine heads, who is really the bird of ten heads, but his head had been chopped off. Really, this is way more about the dragon or the boy and his quest than any bird. This is Dan Scholes for the Folktale Project. Don't forget that you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you like to get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram and threads at Folktale Project. If you'd like to help support the project, you can head over to patreon.com slash folktaleproject. Or you could always just share with the stories with someone you love. I do appreciate that. As always, 
Thank you so much for listening.